with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When the people saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into boats and crossed to Capernaum to look for Jesus. When they found him, on the other side, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, you are not looking for me because you have seen the signs, but because you had all the bread you wanted to eat. Do not work for food that cannot last, but work for food that endures to eternal life. The kind of food the Son of Man is offering you, for on him the Father, God himself, has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do if we are to do the works that God wants? Jesus gave them this answer. This is working for God. You must believe in the one he has sent. So they said, What sign will you, give, will you give to show us that we should believe in you? What work will you do? Our fathers had manna to eat in the desert. As scripture says, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, it was not Moses who gave you bread from heaven, it is my Father who gives you the bread from heaven, the true bread, for the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread always. Jesus answered, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> Welcome once again this evening to our celebration of Mass. Today at the Cathedral in Portsmouth, James Lewis, the seminarian who's been with us for the last year or two, was ordained deacon, and two candidates, deacons, were ordained to the priesthood, Father Anthony Fick and Father Paul Newney. Father Anthony will be joining us here in the parish towards the end of September, so it was a very wonderful celebration today, one ordination to the diaconate and two um, to the priesthood. So let's remember them in our prayers this evening. So this Sunday is the second of 
five Sundays, well, four in fact, because in two weeks' time we'll have the Feast of the Assumption, four Sundays in which we hear from chapter 6 of the Gospel of John, the discourse known as the Bread of Life Discourse. Very wonderful, beautiful opportunity to meditate deeply on the Mass, the Eucharist. The Mass, every Mass, is a representation of the sacrifice of Calvary. Jesus died on the cross once for all time, for all humanity, on the cross on Calvary. But at every Mass, that sacrifice becomes truly and substantially present. The sacrifice of Calvary, the sacrifice of the cross. The Mass, therefore, is a sacrificial meal, the representation of the sacrifice of Calvary where God feeds his people, and that's the theme of the readings these Sundays. Now, we are called to be participants, to participate to full conscious and active participation in the Mass. We come with our prayers and our needs, but also with our offerings. So we come with hearts full of love, generosity, and sacrifice. We eat the body of Christ to become Christ. We eat the body of Christ to become the body of Christ. Each Sunday we gather, and at the end we go. The celebration of Mass and Eucharistic adoration are participations in the self-offering of Christ to the Father. The love between the Father and the Son is the Holy Spirit. So you have the self-sacrifice, the self-offering of Christ to the Father. In the celebration of that self-offering at Mass, we're invited to unite our offering with Christ, who offers himself to the Father in abandonment. Even in Eucharistic adoration that seems static compared to Mass that is dynamic, we're invited into that self-offering of Christ, who offers himself to the Father. So at Mass last Sunday, we had the feeding of the 5,000, the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. Crowds followed Jesus, impressed by his works. And then this little boy appears with five loaves and two fish, a tiny offering. The disciples say, what is that between so many? So that notion of offering, giving what we have, bringing what we have to the Lord and to the Mass. When people say, I don't get anything out of Mass, it's really coming at it from the wrong end. Because we only get out of Mass what we give to the Mass. We only get out what we put in. So it's a matter of coming to Mass with what we need, with the desires in our hearts, but then to ask ourselves, what are we offering? And of course, the Lord desires the offering of our hearts, our lives, hearts full of love for him. In the offertory of the Mass, we don't have an offertory at the moment because of our 
procedures. But that moment of offering often feels like a little bit of an interlude between the liturgy of the word and the liturgy of the Eucharist. But it has that word offer. When gifts of bread and wine in normal circumstances are brought to the altar, sometimes a collection, symbolic of our offering. We receive the gifts of God because they are God's gifts, our lives, ourselves, everything we have, all that we are is God-given. So we receive the gifts of God gratefully. Gratitude to God for his abundant gifts. We nurture the gifts of God responsibly because the gifts of God are God-given, God's gifts to us. We share the gifts of God charitably because God has freely lavished his goodness on us, and then we return the gifts of God to God abundantly, not just giving back to God what he gave to us, like that parable of the talents. One was given one talent, and he gave back the one talent. The others doubled their talents. God wants us to give everything back to him abundantly, with interest. It's a lovely notion to ponder that offering the little boy in the gospel last Sunday, offering five loaves and two fish, not only is the offering enough, but there is a superabundance, plenty left over, 12 baskets full from the meal of five barley loaves and two fish, 5,000 are fed when we offer what little we have, when we offer the gift of ourselves generously and freely. Now the gospel this Sunday picks up exactly follows on from last week. First of all, the reading from Exodus. There's a theme in the book of Exodus where the people do a lot of grumbling. We're all guilty of grumbling and complaining from time to time, but it's a theme in the book of Exodus. The people of Israel have left slavery in Egypt, and they're on their way to the promised land, but they're not very happy. They want you to go back to slavery. At least they had enough to eat, plenty of meat, and plenty of bread. Here they are in the wilderness. They don't quite know where they're going, and they're not very happy. And that's sometimes like us. A little bit unhappy, grumbling, complaining, not too pleased. What does God do? God feeds his people with the bread of heaven. And then Jesus in the gospel reminds us that when we work in the world, we're not to work for food that cannot last, passing transient food. We are to work for food that endures to eternal life, the kind of food the Son of Man is offering. So when we think about our priorities in life, are they day-to-day material things, money, possessions, fame, fortune, or is it food that endures to eternal life? The Mass offers us food for eternal life. The banquet of the Eucharist, the banquet of the Mass, is a promise and a taste of the banquet of heaven. When we eat the body of Christ, when we taste the body of Christ, we are tasting the food of heaven, the bread of angels. Jesus says, this is working for God. You must believe in the one he has sent. The one he has sent is Jesus, his son. And very beautifully, the gospel concludes Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. All these I am statements in John's gospel. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never thirst. 
of all of the things we could avail ourselves of to satisfy our hunger and our thirst, nothing satisfies us but the food of eternal life. We were made for God, said St. Augustine, and our hearts will not rest until they rest in him. We are wired for God. We are made for heaven. And here at Mass, we are given, as St. Paul says, we are made into a new self, leaving an old way of life behind, embracing Christ, becoming more like Christ. When we receive communion, we receive the Lord himself, said St. Thomas Aquinas. It is the Lord himself. It's not a symbol. Communion, the Eucharist, not a symbol of Christ, doesn't look like Christ, a metaphor or anything else. It is the Lord. It is Jesus, the Son of God, who feeds us with his body, gives us himself. So we have a few weeks to ponder these beautiful themes, the theme of the Mass, the treasure, the gift of the Mass that we have been given. So let's give thanks for this great gift, the gift of Jesus, the Son of God, truly and substantially present in the celebration of the Mass. <laughs>